When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Hey, welcome to Rat Sal Review. It is another Wednesday. Good evening. <laughs> Good evening. You are in the dark. Yep. The lamp broke. You had a fight with the lamp? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I can't just be going and buying a new lamp and bringing it home on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we're, we're going to get one, but, well, I wanted to make sure it just wasn't the bulb was burning out first. You know what I mean? Yeah. It is what it is. It's a, it's a mood lighting. It fits the show. I should turn my lights off. Yeah, I know, right? Got this in the back. It'd be the This would be the perfect ad for DLR's Crazy from the Heat. <laughs> what is that thing? Come on, guys. Don't you all wish they could be California girls? I know I do. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that? It looks like some kind Dave, of. send me free stuff. <laughs> that looks like the refrigerator from Ghost Advent, uh, Ghost, uh, uh, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Um, no, it's one of them. Uh... <laughs> there is no Dana, only Zool. <laughs> um, it's one of those uh, pictures, you know, that's backlit and it looks like the uh, the water's moving. Yeah, gotcha. Nice. Hey, I'd keep it. It adds a little mystery. Maybe you can do yeah. something with that. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Nice little ghost effect to come out of there. Yeah, sitting over here smoking like a Bond villain. How was <laughs> <laughs> the weather and everything over there today? It was beautiful today. It was like 45. Felt good. Spring's coming. Oh, yeah. Snow's melting. Uh, melting, yeah. Yeah. No more uh, late days trying to get home. <laughs> nope. Thank <laughs> God. I hope there's not another late blizzard like there was last year. Yeah. Because, oh, man, that shit sucks. Hey, we've been lucky here. We haven't had anything. Like, the very few things that we had, it wasn't bad. So we just really got lucky. Right. Well, I'm a lot further north than you are, too. Yeah, so, so you got got the Can Canadian air coming down, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're lucky. We got the we're right on you know near the water, so it's kind of pushes everything away sometimes. We're looking like that. Yeah, and I'm just up here trudging across the tundra, mile after mile. <laughs> Uh, all right. You got any stories today? Any kind of news stuff? You been looking at? Um, I really haven't been looking at anything. Jeez, uh, I do all the work on the show. <laughs> um, I I know Voivod won the Juno. Award. They did. I was gonna bring that up. Yeah, yep. And that was pretty awesome. Yeah, that's that's good. They deserve it because you know they've been at it for how many years now? Uh, over 30. 30, yeah, 35th year. Yep. Yep. Yeah, they definitely deserve it. I'm glad they finally, uh, won one. Yeah, it's not, is that the first award they've ever won? I don't... Not 100% sure. Let's see. This year's Metal Hard Rock Music Album of the Year nominees were as follows. Beyond Creation, out with the spot that moves, Ken Mode Love, uh, Coburn the Lotus Prevail 2, and Voivod the Wake. I've never heard of any of those other ones, besides Coburn the Lotus, but I never actually heard the music. <laughs> so as far I've as that goes, Voivod wins for me. What? I was going to say I've heard of them too, but I've never heard it. But it would have to be pretty good to top the wake, which isn't going to happen. <laughs> no, that, that's a very good album. Like I, I said, when we first uh, did that album, what was it like a third show, second show? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was. I I think it was the uh, th the third, mm. not counting the half a Halloween thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't count. It's still up here. Though, but <laughs> 
but uh, yeah, that, that album turned me on to it, so I've been a fan. Yeah. And, well, you know, you, you have to keep the half an episode anyway. That's like the pilot episode. That's going to yeah. be high, highly sought after one day. Right? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> By archivists. Yeah, that's going to be a collect- <laughs> collector's item. I'll put it on DVD. <laughs> or 8mm. Right. Uh, whatever is uh, collectible. <laughs> Go put it on Betamax tapes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see, there's a, a documentary coming out called Murder in the Front Row. Featuring uh, some bands, uh, Metallica, Megadeth, Slayer, Anthrax, oh. Ex- Exodus. It's called uh, Murder in the Front Row, the San Francisco Bay Area Thrash Metal Story. Neat. Yeah, it'll premiere uh, Saturday, April 20th at AMC Kabuki 8 in San Francisco at 1 p.m. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was directed by Adam Durbin, I guess, who did Beastie Boys, Spike Fear, Right to Party, No Sleep for Brooklyn. Uh, and it contains over 50 interviews with various metal bands, including Metallica, Megadeth Slayer, Anthrax, Exodus, Testament, and Death Angel, telling its tall tales through a mix of first-person interviews, animation, and narration by comedian Brian Poulsen. Huh. So that sounds kind of interesting. Yeah, it does. That would be a cool little uh, documentary. I like watching music documentaries. I miss the uh, the old uh, VH1, uh, what do you call those? Uh, <coughs> what, the behind the music? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, those were cool. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Yeah, they, VH1 used to do a, uh, a lot of cool documentary and this shit like that mm. until they uh, started doing the reality shows. They, they really should just change the name of MTV. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell does it have to do with music anymore? There's no music on there whatsoever. Besides the background music for the reality shows. I suppose I I haven't watched MTV in years. It's, yeah, that's all that's ever on at my house. My wife watches... Uh, what the hell says... Uh, oh, man. Those shows with the kids that had the... Uh, 16, six, no, that's 16 and pregnant? I'm drawing a blank. She's probably yelling well, at me right now. It's... Um, <laughs> teen Mom. Teen Mom. Teen Mom. Like teen Mom. Teen Mom OG and Teen Mom 2. And yeah. Those freaking Oh, shows. wow. Okay. I, I didn't realize that was the name of an actual show. <laughs> yeah. What, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> Some of them are actually kind of fun to watch, but it's it's so stupid. I can understand kids watching it because then they can see how, uh, you know, you see what happens when you have children too early in your life, you know? I'm white trash and I'm in trouble. Yeah, basically. <laughs> That's all it is. Oh, it's another Metallica story. Uh, Metallica to reunite with the San Francisco Symphony. To open Chase Center in San Francisco... Apparently, uh, uh, what? Good for them, I guess. You like the 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 other one that they did, the uh, symphony album? Nah. No, I thought it was pretty cool. It's cool to hear the, yeah. you know, the songs done in a different way. I guess if you like the music originally, <laughs> I don't. So I know you're a stickler, stickler with the uh, Metallica stuff. But, I uh, just, I don't like it. <laughs> I'm sick of hearing about how great it is. I get it. But uh, fans are pissed off because actually, um, I guess they went to go buy tickets, and all the bots bought up all the tickets. <laughs> yeah, so now they're on StubHub for like thousands of dollars. That's great. That whole thing is a scam. I don't even bother buying tickets anymore because it's almost impossible. I haven't gone to anything in a uh, in a big venue in a few years, so I usually just buy tickets at the door. Hmm. Yeah, if you can. Yeah. I forgot when I went to go see Halloween last year. I forgot what the oh, this was on the tickets, but that was a lot easier because it was a guide. You know, you email them or whatever, and then they you know send you all the list of all the shows coming up, and then 
get the tickets through there. There's, you're not going through Ticketmaster and all this stuff. It's not. I think it's a lot easier, and you, you can trust that a little bit more because you know the bots are really not going to go to an email. You know. True. Hearing music. I guess it's no. It's coming from headphones. <laughs> I was going to say it can't. Me, me, me. I turned it off. No, I'm background music. Huh? But. uh... But, but that spaceship, though, that that's definitely me. <laughs> oh, I don't hear that anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> I away for some reason. Which is good, because that was pretty loud. That sounded like my old computer. I think it was loud. Uh, Philip and Samo, concerts in New Zealand cancelled because of uh, Nazi salute and white power remarks. I guess from, like, a couple years ago, right? I guess. Um, I I don't remember how long ago that happened. I I can't stand him as a person. <laughs> I can't either. He's just been uh, he's become obnoxious over the last few years. I think um a couple weeks ago I went to go see one of his concerts with his girlfriend, and his girlfriend went to go get an autograph from him, and he said something like really like a uh, really lewd to his girlfriend at the time. And he wanted to punch him right in the face. <laughs> so apparently he's a he's a dick. <laughs> Not surprised, really. No. Uh, oh yeah, in, in uh, 2016 at the Dime Bash event, he uh, that's when he went on his tirade. As he, mm. left, as, as he left the stage, he made a Nazi-style salute. The singer appeared to say "white power" as he made the gesture, but later claimed he was joking and drinking white wine backstage. Oh, yeah, that was uh, 2016. So a while ago. I think they would have got over it by now because, you know, it's Philip Ensamo. He's either drunk or high, so. Yeah. But, well, I mean, you know, he did do it, so. He did, but, yeah. you know, everybody does stupid things when they're drunk. Pretty much, you know. Hey. Just because you tolerate people being an asshole doesn't mean you have to accept it and let them play shows in your country. That's true. Ah, screw him. <laughs> uh, former Gillen? Gillen. Yeah, Gillen yeah. and, and Nazi Osborne guitarist Bernie Torme, dead at yep. 66. What did he play on with Ozzy? Um, he filled in on guitar right after Randy Rhodes died. Uh, oh, so he, he wasn't in the albums, though, right? No, hmm. he wasn't in the band very long. Because um, Brad Gillis is on the uh, the Speak of the Devil yeah. record. I was gonna say, cause I don't really recognize that name. But uh... no, I um, I had a bootleg of him playing live. With... It's okay. Yeah, I like what he did in uh, in Gillen. The couple albums that I've heard, but um, I really don't know too much about them outside of that. Nobody does. <laughs> <laughs> but he was a solid guitar player. That's good to know. A lot of people were upset about it. I guess a lot of you know musicians know who he was. So. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you know, he's done a ton of different stuff over the years. I was reading about some of it in the articles. It's just I've never heard of it before, so I can't remember right now. Right, yeah. Yeah, I don't only know from the uh, Aussie stuff. Yeah. Uh, Adrenaline Mob. That's the band with, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, well, Mike Orlando and the guy, the singer, Russell Allen from uh, Symphony X. You okay. Heard him, right? I've heard of them, yeah. yeah. I've heard, I've them. heard their stuff before. Yeah, though. Mike Mike Portnoy started with them after he left uh, Dream Theater. Yeah. Yeah. In 2017, they had a uh, a bus brush crash, and the uh, bass player died, and I think the tour manager died as well. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. that sucks. Yeah. So they haven't uh, they haven't been back together since, and it says they don't know if they will ever come back. Hmm. Makes uh, makes sense. Yeah, you know, I, I that's pretty unfortunate. 
Yeah, yeah they said uh, they don't know. We've been through so much bad times and so much hurt, so much so much pain. I mean, and it's still go it's still ongoing. I'm going in this Friday for my fourth procedure on on my neck. So it's still fresh. I've been battling the physical aspect of this for a year and a half now with my problems and multimedia procedure, uh, multiple, multimedia, multiple procedures and stuff. So it's tough, man. Uh, I just don't say anything. I just keep trying to move forward, and I'm happy to still be here and breathing from the that horrific accident. Mm. So, you know, hopefully, maybe they'll get back, but I can definitely understand why they don't. If they don't ever come back, that's you know that's like what happened with Metallica. Look, uh, yeah, uh, Cliff Burton died. Bus accident. Yep. Yeah. But you know they continued so. <sighs> I was gonna save this for Troy because he would probably be better at talking about this, which brings me to another thing. Troy, Troy is not here uh, tonight, obviously, as you people can see, and uh, hopefully next week he'll be back. And if he comes back next week, it'll be his last for a while, because he'll be going on tour with them and um, yep. all that kind of fun stuff. So uh, we'll be without Troy for a while, and hopefully he comes back. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even know if he'll be back next week. Everything's always up in the air. But, we hope uh, so. Yeah. And uh, so hopefully between then we will have uh, maybe one or two other people with us doing the show. So that'll be interesting. Yep. But, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. But, uh, yeah, as I just came across this uh, news thing, uh, Children of Bodom frontman says, thinking about fans' expectations while writing music can be can be very destructive. And, uh... Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to get his uh, opinion on that because, you know, him being, uh, you know, obviously... And in a in a mm-hmm. touring band, you know what it's like for him to always, um, you know, make sure that the fans are gonna like the next album. Does he feel like he has to write for them, or is he just you know writing for himself? Right. You know, me me personally, I would always just write for myself. You know. Well, that's how you get the best stuff, I think. I mean, organically. Yeah. I mean, it's very rarely where people are trying to write an album to get a hit where it comes off that great. Yeah. Yeah, you can't always do for everything for everybody. You know, you yeah. gotta do, do what you're happy with uh, with doing and hope that somebody likes it, you know? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, there was a thing about Halloween, but I'm not gonna read all this. It was just uh, Andy Darius on Michael Kiske. Actually, this is, uh, this is from uh, Tony Webster of the uh, Metal Command radio show. I talked to him on Facebook once in a while. He's a nice guy. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he used to actually work with Halloween doing some stuff back in the day. Oh, cool. But, uh, yeah, he had an interview with Andy Dearest, and he was saying how uh, it felt like Michael Kiske was coming home. Which is oh. good good to hear, because, you know, now, now Andy's staying with Halloween, and now Michael Kiske's going to be with Halloween, and Kai's still with Halloween now, and... And then they're going to work on a new album. And hopefully it should be out next year. So that's going to be fun. Cool. Yep, can't wait. Uh, just looking on Loudwire here, I see Dark Throne, it seems like, is going to have a new album out soon. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bill and Ted 3. Oh, yeah. I've been, uh, I've been hearing is about a, that. Is officially coming. I'm pretty excited about that. I actually talked about that a few weeks ago on our show. Yeah, we did. But uh, I want to see if this has any uh, more details in it or not. Yeah. Yeah, obviously the first two were great movies, so... Be interested to see how they are now, you know? They're a lot older, and uh, Keanu Reeves, Reeves done so many different kind of movies, and he's he's grown up a lot since those movies, so... It'll be interesting to see how he is now, acting like that. Yeah. Here's a story that's going to kind of tie into tonight's episode. Uh, Max Cavalera says he might recruit original Sepultura, Sepultura guitarist. I can't even pronounce his name. I'm terrible at pronouncing names. Uh, ja- Jaro? Yeah. Yeah. How you, is that how I say that right? 
I think so. Uh, <laughs> Maybe it's Hyro. I don't know. I don't know either. But, uh, yeah, it's going to recruit him for future Cavalera shows. Ah, uh, cool. So, uh, yeah, they got a recent book. Year before material from Subatura arise and beneath the remains. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, I don't think they'll ever get Subatura back together again. I think that's all pretty much over and done with. Yeah, I don't see that happening. <laughs> yeah, it'll never happen. But, uh, you know, he got the two brothers back together, and now if they bring this guy back, you know, it's, that's close. Yeah, I like Cavalier Conspiracy. They're pretty good. I do, too. That's as close as you're going to get to old school Sepultura, I think. Yeah, oh, definitely. It's better than Soulfly. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. As long as he's not doing that Soulfly bullshit anymore, I'm fine. Mm. I remember when well, they I mean, first came out, my friend, a friend of mine was telling me how great they were, and I listened to it, I'm like, oh, my God. I think Corn was coming out around the same time, too, right? Yeah, they were out yeah. at the same time. So <laughs> that's of... when all the new metal bands were really coming out, and Manson was getting huge, and I think, um, <clears throat> well, Corn had been out for a couple of years, but that was when one of their big hits came out. I don't remember what it was, but... Mm. I want to say Freak on a Leash, maybe. Mm, probably. I don't remember. I like them for all about five minutes. New Metal's crap. Yeah. <laughs> it's still around, though, surprisingly. Yeah. It's it's hanging on by a thread. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can really only go so far with it, so... Yeah, I guess so. But uh, did you hear Woodstock coming back? I heard about that, but um, I don't know any details about it. I just no saw details. it mentioned in a uh, paper. Yeah, Woodstock 50. Three days of love, a uh, peace, love, and music. Sweet. Not, yeah. Uh, one thing, I don't know if you remember the last Woodstock. Oh, yeah. 99. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was a great Woodstock. Fire, fire, fire. <laughs> but apparently it was too metal of a Woodstock. Because mm. this year there is not one metal band on it. Okay, well, like who's there? Uh, the Killers, Miley Cyrus, Santana. I, I mean, there's tons of people. I'm not going to go through all of them. Oh. But, uh, yeah, the Lumineers... Um, like nobody even remotely hard there, rock is what no, nope. The only one that's kind of hard rock is um, uh, Greta Van Fleet. Lame. Although I have to say, <clears throat> it's probably all Fred Durst's fault. That fucker. Why you say that? I think Van Biscuit played at Woodstock '99. Uh, they might have, because they were pretty big back then, right? Yeah. 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 They called themselves rap metal. Yeah, that's a, that's a big enough reason for somebody to ban anything with the word metal attached to it. <laughs> it's all their fault. <laughs> but yeah, there's there's no there is yeah there's no metal bands at all. I don't see anything. It's all like indie rock kind of stuff. Lame. Some cool stuff on here, but you know nothing, nothing you know too crazy. But uh. The big news, Greta Van Fleet is going to perform with Robert Plant, since Robert Plant is actually on this show. Uh. So Robert Plant and the Sensational Space Shifters. He's going to be on the uh, Woodstock as well. So I guess since he's there, and Greta Van Fleet sounds so much like Led Zeppelin, they're going to join forces. Well, good for them, I guess. Yeah. That'd be cool. It just gives more people to bitch about how much they sound like Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Yeah, but, now they'll be calling them a cover band or yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. I think they're cool. I mean, they're kids, you know? They're like 20 years old. Wish I had a band that did something when I was 20. Instead of playing yeah, the, uh, but I mean, basement. Yeah, but still, one thing that bothers me about it is it's so blatantly unoriginal. And they just ride with that. Uh, there's so many unoriginal bands out there, though. 
so many bands sound like so many other bands. It doesn't really matter. And there's not too many bands doing the sound that they're doing. So I, I, yeah. I don't know. I, I think that's that's why I like it. It's just not that good. I mean, they're pretty redundant. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I think that singer's really good. He does a lot of cool little things. Especially for somebody his age to know how to do it. I don't know. That's kind of cool to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying he's not talented. But <laughs> I get music it. You don't like it. Like it. You don't like it. I get it. No, okay. no. I mean, if, if we're talking about new albums, you know, we Bewitcher, well, they that's... beat the hell out of Greta Van <laughs> Well, that's completely different. <laughs> All right. In the last news, this is really big news, so sit down. Are you sitting down? Yes. Yes, All I right. am. Hold on to your hat. You wearing... No, you're not wearing a hat. Winger. <laughs> Winger to release a new album in 2020. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I always save the best Wait, for did, last. Did, did, did he swear... They were never going to release another album again or something at some I, point? I have no idea. I didn't even know they were still oh, okay. around. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. <laughs> no, me neither. Oh, yeah. No, I thought it uh, sound, sounded like you were about to say they were making some big comeback or something. No, I don't think they ever quit, really. I, they did quit oh, at you know, some point, but they came back a couple years ago, I think. Mm. I'm not a Winger fan. I just That's just funny. <laughs> I always think of Beavis and Butthead when I see Winger. Was... <laughs> Shut up, Stuart. Yeah, Stuart. I couldn't remember his name. <laughs> All right. So oh, we got the whiner. news. Yeah. So we got the news out of the way. Wonderful news. Now, what do you want yes. to do first? You want to do Bewitcher? <coughs> or do you want to do <clears throat> Sea Petal Toro? Um. I guess we can do Bewitcher first, okay, since that's a new one. Makes sense. We will do Bewitcher. Bewitcher, Under the Witching Cross. I really love this album artwork. Me too. It's it looks really, really cool. cool. I got to get the, um, the the bundle that they have on there with the t-shirt, because the t-shirt looks really cool. It's got the artwork on the front, and then on the back is that cross that they have as their, um, their yeah. logo thing. Yep, I uh, I saw that and I want to get that too. Uh, I'd like to get the the one with the colored vinyl, mm. the blue and the silver. That looks really cool. Yeah, um, really fits with the album too. And uh, what was the? I was also looking at a bundle for Possessed's new album. Yeah, a lot of people talking about that. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be great too. But uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Right now. Uh, what what I'll label go. are they on? Nuclear Blast. Oh, is that why you... Okay, that's why you did ask me about that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, otherwise, they really don't have too many people on the roster. I really still listen to that much. Yeah. Well, Bewitcher is on uh, Shadow Kingdom Records. Right? Yep. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, so that'll be... Yeah. Out. When is that album coming out? Uh, May 10th. Oh wow! So they. Uh, yeah, However, uh, the uh, the single "Too Fast for the Flames," which has the uh, Wasp cover on the B side, mm-hmm. is available right now. Mm-hmm. Yes, I ordered that. That's actually. I don't think I have a picture of that one, but uh, I mean, I might have a picture of it. But uh, I like the I, artwork on that one too. That one's really cool. This one I bought. Yeah, me too. Um, that's one of the best songs on the record too. Great pick for a single. You think so? Oh, yeah. Really? Damn it, I don't have the... Um... Ah, yeah, man, I mean, you know, <clears throat> it's real It's real uh, energized, real thrashy. I like it. I like every song on this album. Yeah. I can't pick a song I don't like on this one. I like this one better than the first one. Me too, that's what I said. This, or, well, what I was saying to you the other day, this is uh, like their killers. Yeah. I mean, I like the first one, but there's a couple songs that, you know, weren't as good as others, but this one's just perfect, man. All the songs are great. I don't dislike any of them. Yeah, I don't, I don't either, because I, I listened uh, to it a few times in the last couple of weeks, and uh, 
yeah, it's good. It uh, sounds like the first album, pretty much, you know, production-wise. It's a little bit better than the first album, but still sticks to the same formula. Same oh, yeah, they, they, uh, they haven't changed in that respect. Mm-hmm. This is just highly, highly refined, yeah. what they all already do. <laughs> yeah, they still have the Venom and uh, Diamond Head kind of sound. Oh, yeah. So it's it's good. It's a good album. Um, trying to see here. Oh, Under the Witching Cross. That's that's one of my favorite ones. Yep. Oh, and the tight the title the title tracks, of the album, yeah. the best man. And um, I love the riffs in that song. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. Your favorite. My favorite uh, line on this album is, "Metal heart, metal soul. Drink from the chalice of rock and roll." Nice. <laughs> I, I like that. that one too. of the songs. Like, that's that's a cool line. I like that line. And uh, Sign of the Goat is a cool one. I think, is that the one that they like do a chanting thing at the end, or is that the next song? I think that's at the end of Rome is on Fire. Yeah. Either way, I like that song. I I like both of those songs. Me too. And I I love the last one too Frost Moon Ritual. Yeah. Such an epic song. It's great. That's a, it's an instrumental, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I listened to that again this morning at work. I also like the album too yeah. because it's not too long. It's just the right length. Yeah, it's it's like it's like almost perfect LP length. It's actually a little shorter in that regards. I think right. 45 minutes is probably like ideal. Yeah. And this this is 32, 30, I think. 33. Yeah. Yeah, wow. but uh, you, you know short. Rain and Blood is only 28. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's what I like, though. When albums are short, if the songs are good, it doesn't matter how long the album is, really. No, hell no. But, you know, if the songs are good and it's a short album, then you you want them to come back for more. You don't want to give them all, everything in one album, you know? You don't want right. to give them, like, a 75-minute album with, like, you know, crappy songs here and there and, you know, a bunch of filler stuff and then... Haven't come back for the next album. The next album ain't that good. So, like these guys do, to keep it at a half hour or so, <laughs> every song is really good on it. You know, you're gonna love the album, and you're gonna want to hear more from them. And I oh think that's, yeah, that's definitely. the best way to do it. Yeah, and you know, and, and every song's great. It showcases them at the top of their game. You know, it's the next best thing to seeing them live. <laughs> yeah. My only nitpick is I need to hear more bass. Really? I thought they had a pretty good balance. The bass is a little low for me. Mm. I hear it, sometimes like you hear it in like in the beginning of the songs, but once the song kicks in, I just you hear guitar and drums. But maybe because the bass almost sounds pretty similar to the guitar, maybe it's a little hidden in there. Could be. That's That's probably more what I would think it would be just probably because is. they sound so close to each other, but yeah. um, but I gotta be on. I gotta be honest. I really didn't listen quite that closely. Oh, I see, mean, I you know, this is a great record. It gets me headbanging and jumping around and shit, yeah. man. I get intently with it because I like. I like to hear bass lines. I like to hear when somebody comes up with these weird, like little bass lines to go in between, like the guitar chords and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah, but no, there's there's, there's some good stuff on here. Very good album. Um, Bewitcher dot bandcamp.com you can buy this album yeah, yeah. Yep, the previous album and the EP yeah definitely uh, buy the album and that single because not only is Too Fast for the Flames great but you know that's the only way you can get that Wasp cover and mm-hmm. that's awesome too yeah it is a good cover I think they did a really good job with that yeah yeah they did job on the then and, Mildly Crude on the uh, cover of the Madonna song. Did you hear that thing? No. Oh, God. But. Um, this is the cover for uh, Too Fast for the Flames. I put the cover up here. It's a very cool cover. Excellent. Yeah, it is. I like it a lot. I wish, um, I wish I'd wish i have been able to get it when they had that purple-colored splatter vinyl at first. But, I, you know. I, got, I got in there just in time. Uh, I just ended up 
up ordering a black one. Yeah. Yeah, I ordered mine, and then like a couple of days afterwards, they said that uh, they were running out of uh, the vinyl. So I got in there. Nice. I got a collector's item. Lucky bastard. <laughs> I'm trying to find a picture of this shit. But we we should we, I I mean we really should trade you know I did introduce you to them and all. <laughs> well, let's not go that far. We'll see what happens. <laughs> it might cost you a little bit. Okay. Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that later. Oh, but, right. um, you should still try to get them on the show. Yeah, I'll have to message him and see again because I, I would love to talk about it. I mean, especially just I love uh, their guitar playing together. They're just so in tune, man. Like we were saying before, well, like new wave of British heavy metal, mm-hmm. you know, Maiden, Diamond Head. They just they have that same magic, and yeah. I love it. The solos on this record are amazing and so tight. It really reminds me of listening to Killers. I love yeah. this album. Yeah. You're right, you're right. There's very few records I think are perfect, but this is definitely one of them. This is this is definitely one of them. So go out. Well, you don't have to go anywhere. Go on Bandcamp and get it. Yeah. Use your phone for something else besides porn, you yeah, wankers. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and tell them Rat Sild Review sent you. Yep. And if you really want to make a difference... Why don't you call the lonely phone sex operator and ask her how her day is? Because we care at Rat Salad Review. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that going to be our new ad? <laughs> That'd be kind of awesome if they turned it into a PSA, but <laughs> I don't really see that happening. <laughs> uh, a, f- a friend of mine from work... Uh... I guess one of his friends is um, trying to be part of the the highway department. Sure. So so I, I came up with a new slogan for him because since our area has really bad uh, potholes everywhere, you can't drive anywhere without without hitting a pothole over here. I told him, um, oh, what the hell was it now? Shit, I say this now, I forgot it. Uh, hold on. <sighs> <laughs> I turned, I drew a blank. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> It happens every time. What the? Oh, oh, together we can fill the holes. <laughs> nice. Was that worth the wait? <laughs> yes, it was. Okay, that's it. All right, so go about go go to the uh, the uh, band camp. Get the Bewitcher album. Definitely. And uh, uh, you will be happy if you like Venom. You're gonna love Bewitcher. Oh, yep, and just if you like classic heavy metal in general, you'll love it. I mean, Frost Moon Ritual, the instrumental, that's such a beautiful song with the melodies and everything, really. Yeah. You know, and it just evokes, like, even thoughts and feelings. It makes you think of, like, a cold winter forest and a fucking mm-hmm. werewolf that just tears somebody apart. <laughs> While that cross is ominously in the background. <laughs> <laughs> the hell was that a dog yes jesus christ the dog woke up what's coming through that mirror um, <laughs> bizarro superman i don't know it's from all that bewitcher you're listening to is summoning evil uh evil entities ah sweet i'm gonna go check the fridge for zool <laughs> <laughs> maybe there we is, can cut a deal there is no frozen pizza in here there's only zool Uh, All right, moving on. Sepultura. Yes. Schizophrenia. Schizophrenia. Yeah, hold it up so nobody can see it. No, yeah, hold it higher so nobody can see it. (laughs) Actually, I no, you can't even see it at all. I got the picture right here. Never mind. Yeah. There you go. All I saw on your screen was a a, just a big blur. Yep, just glare. Dark in here. That's the album. When was this one released? A long 80, time ago. Um, 87 originally in Brazil, and then um, Roadrunner did it internationally in 1990. Yeah. This is an old-ass album. 
Yep. It's a great album, though. I mean, this one's really when they came into their own. I -hmm. still like the first one, uh, Morbid Visions, and even the EP Bestial Devastation is pretty good, but they're... They're a little more, uh, a little more black metalish, almost a little bit uh, more unrefined. Yeah, and, they didn't get their uh, Sepultura sound yet. Yeah, and they found it on uh, Schizophrenia. Oh, yeah, and it's just a great record. And the differences in just how the songs come together and how everything sounds, and the guitar lines on it, especially, really. Great album. I mean, Beneath the Remains and Arise, I like a lot too. But yeah. this one's my favorite because it's still that uh, you know that dirty, rotting sounding uh, thrash metal that sounds like it crawled out of a casket down in a swamp in Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, so, some of the uh, some of the guitar playing and shit's pretty intricate on it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was listening to it the other day. I haven't heard this album in, in a very long time, and it just reminds me so much. And you're gonna hate this. It reminds me so much of Metallica, just a faster version of Metallica. Hmm. It just it has the the guitar sound is exactly almost the same sound from like uh, Master of Puppets or even even um, Ride the Lightning. It's just a faster version of Metallica, and heavier version. Huh. I never thought way? of that. No. See, I, you have to go back and listen to Metallica, then listen to the to this, and then you yeah. can hear it. No, I mean, there, there's other bands I hear I hear in them that they got influenced by that Metallica did as well, like Celtic Frost and shit like that. But mm. I don't really think they sound that much like Metallica here. Really? Yeah. It's Closer. Closer to like uh, Celtic Frost crossed with uh, a little bit of Creator or something, maybe. Slayer, I think, is a pretty okay comparison, but not so much Metallica. So. I, I can hear the Celtic Frost. Yeah. But, uh, no, I, I definitely hear Metallica. Huh. That's interesting. I feel like they were so influenced by Metallica. And it just, you know, came out and they just wanted to, like, you know, be, be Metallica and be better than Metallica. And play faster than Metallica, that they, they have that sound, you know. I don't know. That's that's what I got from from re-listening to this the other day. Yeah, I don't. Uh, Surprised at how think much that it was. It. No, you don't think so? Mm-mm. It says right here, Max Cavalera was such a huge fan of Metallica. They wanted to sound like Metallica, but be faster than Metallica. No, I'm making all that up. No, I was going to say, because I just read through the booklet the uh, the other day, and I mean, he talks about a lot of other bands, but he doesn't say shit about Metallica in there. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Well, that's, how I, that's what I got from it. But that's what I was saying about, you know, they have a lot of the same influences that influence them, so I could see them sounding similar in certain respects. Yeah, definitely. But, um... Yeah, after not listening to this album for so many years, I just I realized how actually um, how good it was. You know, I'm, I'm more a fan of like Arise and uh, Chaos AD, like I told you the other day. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, after listening to this, you know, this is just really for me is right up there with those because it's just it's the beginning of of their sound. Yeah, definitely, and it's just pure old school thrash. Yeah, and you, you know, know before. Go ahead. I was going to say before they started adding in the different influences. I mean, I do like Chaos AD, but I like yeah. this better. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, yeah, if the, the production was a little bit better. Like, I, I'm interested to hear, because you were just going through them the other day, the uh, remastered version. Yeah. Um, Does it mostly sound it's like late. Mostly different? it's louder, but they actually, it's clearer, too, because... Yeah. Um, on the original, there is some tape hiss and stuff like that mm-hmm. in there because, well, they they mention it when Max was talking about it in the interview that they didn't really record it in the best studio or with the best equipment. Right. At the time, you know, they got the best that was available to them. Mm. Yeah, cause it um, sounds like they just put a bunch of uh, microphones in front of the drums and, you know, because here and there you hear the drums cut out like a little, to a little tiny bit, you know. 
Nothing major. Yeah, that I di- I don't think they fixed, but you can hear everything much better. Hmm. Yeah, you'll have to send it to me because I'm I'm interested to see what like really is the difference. Sure, I, I meant to tell you that the other day. I will. Um, another thing I do like about the uh, the Roadrunner CD release of this, both originally and the remaster, is uh, they do that re-recorded version of Troops of Doom. I was just going to mention album. that. Yep. And that's, I wish that this album had the sound of that song. Because if it did, this this would be like my favorite Sepultura album. Well, yeah. Be- but, but you got, you know, that's three years between yeah. when that was recorded. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I'm just saying, like, that's how much better this album would have been if that if they had that sound, you know, from that recording session. You know? Oh yeah. But you know, they had to do what they had to do. You know, they. Yeah. And you you can't replace that swampy feeling. No, you know? no, no. That's what makes the albums they what they are. You know, you have an album that's too produced and it sounds too. It sounds too fake, you know. And at, yep. at least with this album, it sounds real. It sounds like real people are playing it and. It just has real emotion through the through the music and you know how they're playing and everything. Oh yeah, which is missing a lot in music today. You know. Yeah, a lot of a lot of um, a lot of completely electronic stuff now. Really, it's kind of sad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. Everybody tries to make everything so perfect. It's it's sickening. <laughs> You know, it, it just it sucks the life out of everything. Yeah, you know, even even when Zappa started to do that in the '80s, when he had the Sinclair and all that, I never really got into those albums because, yeah, it's all played perfectly mm-hmm. through a computer synthesizer, but um, mm-hmm. didn't say it doesn't sound good. It right. Sounds lifeless. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's one thing. Like when I started up doing music again, is. One thing I wanted to do and make sure we tried not to do is to have any kind of, um, you know, computerized things. I mean, obviously, you have to have some EQ and things there because, you know, I don't uh-huh. know, recording in my garage. So it's like, I can right. only get the best sounds out of my garage. But it's mostly going to be, you know, live. If I, you know, screw up a little here and there, it's, you know, I'm not going to really, I'm going to fix to try to get it, you know, better. But it's it's going to be, it's going to sound live. It's not going to sound, you know computerized mm-hmm. it's not going to sound fake you know yeah no i understand what you're saying and you know sometimes even on albums in the past you know you used little vocal effects for different things like right, yeah. i get i get that but, yeah. uh, but once you get you know, to like precisionly you know right down to like the whatever you know whatever everything's just like perfect perfect through a whole song or a whole album it's just like what is real on this thing like, did anybody mm-hmm. actually play on it? Yep. And I don't care what anybody says. You can totally hear the difference between triggered drums and real oh drums. Oh, my God. Yeah, you can. Just because somebody's playing blast beats does not mean it's too fast where there isn't a difference. Yeah. You can hear it regardless. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. But that's, like, when we, when I listened to this album, that's what just made me think about, like, how much better music was back in the day compared to now, you know? Oh yeah, because with this with the Sepultura album, it just makes you feel like there's you know people playing music and they enjoy doing it and they're doing it for a purpose because they love doing it. Now it's just everybody's so robotic. Yeah, and you know this this was really the the album that broke them out, and you know they're just hungry at that point to get their music out to the rest of the world. Yep. Yep. I mean, I think it's great that now. Uh, it's easier for bands to get exposure, so you probably find out about a lot more newer ones than yeah. we would have previously, but uh, it kills a lot of the fire with some of these guys, I feel it like. It does. Uh, I think so, too. I really do. There's just so many uh, so many different bands out there, and it's hard to find certain ones. And I mean, everything's online, like you said, which make does make things a lot easier. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but but, but then you get uh, you get idiots like that threatened guy that make a fake band. <laughs> <laughs> <I just clears throat> totally abuse the system. Yeah, 
Whatever happened with that? I haven't seen any updates on it, hmm. so I don't know. Uh, I'll have to take a look later, but I'm not sure. Oh, I just realized on the bottom of our screen says live Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern on YouTube. Don't pay any attention to that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was going to tell you the uh, the ads for the radio still say that, too. The ads for the radio? What radio? For playing the music. You know, the caster. It says what? Oh, Wednesday is at 7? Yeah. Oh, well, we'll probably be going back to that since Troy ain't coming back. <laughs> Right. Well, no, I figured that, but it says live. Oh, well, we're going to be live now. We're live now. Oh. Okay. Whatever. No, we'll be we'll be live. We're we're doing yeah. Skype now, so. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Until I, if I ever figure out the uh, Zoom thing, yeah. we'll be using Skype for a while, and hopefully it worked tonight because uh, I really didn't check it, but um, and I didn't get any text messages saying it's not working, and I didn't see anything. So hopefully everybody heard us tonight. Cool. And uh, hopefully it worked, and we'll just continue using Skype until something happens. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Sounds good to me. I mean, this is easy. It show, I think it uh, works better than Zoom on my phone, actually, because, really? well, well, Skype's actually from Microsoft, mm. you know. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah, I have no problem with Zoom, uh, with uh, Skype. I had no problem with Zoom either. Zoom took a long time. Like, after we did the show, I waited like an hour mm. and a half sometimes for that video to download. And I'd be up to 2 o'clock in the morning uploading the video, then uploading <laughs> the uh, podcast. So, uh, as long as I did this right, I don't think I, you know what, I didn't hit record. But I think it records automatically, right? It should. It should. <laughs> we'll find out. It should it should record it automatically and just save it for I think like a week. All right, good. Yeah, download as soon as we're done. Okay. Oh, um, I also wanted to say I do really like the artwork for Schizophrenia too. I'll put it up again. Here it goes. Yeah. It it really uh really goes with the madness of the whole thing, like um especially in songs like To the Wall, mm. when you know got he's singing about being taken out for execution. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. It's eighties. Yeah. And and then what's totally eighties but I also love is the font the song titles are written in, you know, looks like a digital oh, clock. The digital, yeah, yeah. Yeah, somewhere in time. Totally eighties, but great. I what I miss is their old logo. Yeah, me too. I like the logo on this album the best too. Yeah. Old school. I mean I like the new one too, but yeah. this this one's uh cool. And From the Past Comes the Storms is actually my favorite Sepultura song. Really? Yeah. It's great. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I don't think I have a favorite Sepultura song. I, just, I like, you know, I like a lot of them. It's not one I go to. Used to I be, like, uh... uh... I like a lot of different songs from them, from, you know, their very first EP up through Chaos AD, but uh, Schizophrenia is the one I always come back to the most. Mm. And then Beneath the Remains, second. Mm. I did like uh, Territory. I'd played it on drums all the time. I learned how to play that. I couldn't play it now because it was years ago, but... Uh... <laughs> yeah, that was a fun one to play. Back cool. in the day. All right. Anything else you want to add? Nope, not really. All right, I think the show went well. Yeah, me we, too. We didn't need Troy. <laughs> nah, well, I figured we'd be okay with just the two yeah, of us. We've I done just this... thought it might make it a little shorter, but, you know, we've done this before, and yeah. you guys have had to do it without me when I've had a problem. Yeah. We're used to this now. We've been doing this for a while now, so I think we know what we're doing. I think uh, I think we're there. Yeah. It's as and good besides, as the show's going to get. <laughs> yeah, if we ever have anything go completely perfect, it just wouldn't fit the vibe of the show. At no. This point. My, no. The key to the show is to have at least one thing go wrong every episode. Yeah. And if, the key to this show is it's schizophrenia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, tying it all together. I should change the name, Schizophrenia Review. That's hard to say. I couldn't do that. Never mind. <laughs> schizophrenia Review. No. People would that. remember it, though. I'll bet you that. 
Well, if we ever get famous, uh, Troy will, I mean, not Troy, uh, Chad will probably sue us for using his name. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, we'll take, you could we'll always, take that uh, yeah, why not? Screw it. I mean, you, you could always go with what the uh, song's called on the album, you know, Sepik Schizo Review. No, then you'll have to introduce the show every week because I cannot say that. <laughs> Septic schizo review. Yes, yeah, I can. I, I can, I, I can <laughs> do it. it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're not changing the name. It's hard. I, it's hard. I have a hard enough time saying rat salad review. <laughs> True. I still think screams from the grave was the best one we had. I know I said it, but still. <laughs> you never even. I never even heard that. I said it, but Ken instantly didn't like it, and I just oh. kind of let it die there. He would have used that. I didn't care. Next show. Actually, I wanted to talk to you after we're done with this. I was thinking of something. Yeah. Else. So, well, let's end this show. Okay. And uh, we will be back next week. And actually, and I have to update this on the website, which you can check out at www.ratsaladreview.com. And uh, it has all our shows up there and all the podcasts and um, I guess some some current things, uh, not current things, but next couple shows that are going to happen or, or interviews that we're going to have. Next week, I'm going to have, I can't pronounce his name, and I know I'm going to screw this up, but I'm just, you know what, I'm not even going to say his name. The vocalist from Iron Savior. Mm. I'm going to interview him uh, next Wednesday. I'm going. To, it's going to be during the day, so uh, when the show is live, it's going to be a pre-recorded uh, interview. So that'll be on next week. So cool. hopefully that goes well. And uh, if you're off, please join me. If not, then I'll do it myself. <laughs> but it'll be I fun. will take a look when we're done with this. I do not think I am, though. Okay. So, uh, oh yeah, and then in May, May 1st, I believe, we have uh, Steve, I'm going to screw up his last name too, Kochinski, I think, from Steel Prophet, the guitarist from Steel Prophet. He'll be okay. on. He'll be on live with us, actually. Killer! And he'll be on May. And, uh, yeah, that's all I can think of for now. Trying to get some other interviews going, but uh, haven't heard anything back. So, that's it. So don't forget, ratsaladreview.com. And, uh, yeah, everything's on there. So, that's all I can say. Oh, the contest is still going. Yes, subscribe. Subscribe on YouTube. You have till April 12th. And you will win the Iced Earth album, uh, reissue of the album, uh, Enter the Realm. It's on CD. Well, they have a record, but you're only getting a CD from me. I'm not that. I'm being cheap. But at least you're going to get <laughs> something. So, our first, uh, if we get 100 subscribers, you will be uh, randomly selected to win that Iced Earth album. And if we don't get those 100 subscribers, then you get nothing. So, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your dogs, tell your cats, fish, whatever you want to tell, and tell them to subscribe. All right. Yep. And that is it. And don't forget to check out our uh, radio show we do once in a while. If you subscribe to our Facebook and Twitter, we do upload it when we're doing them. So you can, you know, subscribe to our Facebook and Twitter and you'll know when those are on. And you can hear Greg do his random shows and my random shows. Yep, we did Metal Massacre tonight. It was pretty rad. Yeah, so. it's fun. Yeah, you've had some good uh, good songs on there, good picks. And, uh, yeah, that's it. All right. So, that's it for tonight. Yep. And... So, everybody needs to get out there and trudge through the savage, savage lands of Satan and get their Bewitcher album. And schizophrenia while you're at it. I mean, get both not? of them. Yep. Get schooled on some classic metal and some new metal. Well, not and new metal, but new and E.W. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> all right. The other all. shun. What? The other shall never be spoken of again. I'm sure we'll have a new metal band on this show at some point. 
she want to just kick me in the nuts and call it even? I think Corn's coming out with a new album sometime, ain't they? I don't know. Why would I want to <laughs> I don't know, know that? I'll look up some news for next week. <laughs> the best thing they did was their groovy pirate ghost mystery on South Park. Oh, I never saw that. Great episode. I'll take your word for it. On that note, adios. <laughs> Bye-bye. Later. Wait, hold on. Where is the outro? Oh, here it is. Bye-bye. See ya. Someone in the